What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well. Take care of yourselves. It's a fine Wednesday afternoon here in America, and hopefully you guys are doing well wherever you are. Now, today, <clears throat> I wanted to talk about energy, and I wanted to talk about how energy affects us universally and how we are all a part of this like universal energy grid. If you've ever seen that movie Avatar, you kind of get a sense of what I'm talking about. In Avatar, we have the humans that are just trying to take this planet and this tree and this substance from this planet and these people, and we, you know, we are the bad guys in that movie. But the uh, the Navi are the tall blue aliens uh, that are the natives of the planet, and they all are connected and they know that and their entire culture revolves around that um and i believe in that movie there's a lot of native american um energy in that movie and a lot of native american lore um that they use in writing the script for that movie because native americans have always talked about how you know we're part of nature we're part of each other uh there's a oneness you know and in buddhism they talk about a lot of oneness uh, and being one with the universe. Well, in this near-death experience I'm going to talk about today, uh, this woman actually was shown how we are all part of one energy source and one energy uh, system. So you can look this uh, near-death experience up if you'd like. Uh, it's a great website if you ever get a chance. I've been, I've read near-death experiences off this website for like 15, 20 years, and. Uh, I didn't even think it was still up anymore. I was like, man, I looked at this thing like back in the 90s. I seriously doubt it's even on or up still, but I just looked it up and it's still there and they, they updated it a little bit. Uh, I was kind of hoping they still had that old 90s feel to it, but they changed it up just a little bit and that's fine with me because it looks a little bit better now. Um, but it's NDE, like near-death experience, and then RF.org. So it's like NDERF.org. And they have, like, thousands of experiences uh, of individuals. And what's interesting is, you know, if, if you lean more towards the alien side of my podcast, there are some very interesting alien, uh, possible alien near-death experiences. So these people might be interacting with um, a higher level of alien species that's on a different dimension, or it might just be our own souls that are they're interacting with on a different dimension or our own spirituality. There's a lot to uncover in that whole like multi multi-dimensional universe theory. Um, but whatever you think, uh, whatever you believe is fine. Um, so I'm going to talk about this energy factor and in, in this podcast. So today, um, this particular individual is one of the more recent ones on the Enderf website. It, her name's Susie P. And it was reported uh, just in December. Um, so I'm going to go through it here. But she was uh, dying from cancer, and they were doing a bunch of MRIs with her. She was on the oncology unit, and she knew she was, she was going to die. She told the nurses that day, she's like, I'm going to die today. Um, and then what happened and what follows is really interesting. So when she died, she stated that uh, there was a period of time when I was flying out of my body out of my mind and flying high. She states, I left that bag of bones uh, that was my flesh and I became a spirit, like a gaseous wisp of energy as it felt to her. So 
the next stage of my journey, she states, uh, was around the universe in a form of spirit. This was the part that looks like a Hollywood movie when you die. As I died, uh, I left my body behind like a motionless shell. When I traveled outside of my body, I felt a sense of oneness with everything. It was like flying around the cosmos, seeing the form that exists in life. Everything is made of energy and is all connected. I could see this clearly on the flight out of my body. I don't know how long I was gone for, I couldn't gauge it, but I got shown the universe. And it feels like being in outer space with a sense of everything and feeling the sensation of immense love. She stated that this is what angels must feel like. I can imagine. Um, so she states, in this space on the other side, there's no time. Obviously, we've heard a lot about that. There is no time um, on the next level of existence. Uh, she states, I learned everything is happening simultaneously and that time is something that we somehow make up. So isn't that fascinating? If we just take that for a second, that time is something that we make up and everything is happen happening simultaneously. That's what she says. Now, I've heard heard this, but the, the problem with that is that on Earth, here, we all can see time happening, right? You watch a clock. It's turning. You're on your phone. You can see time moving on your phone. Uh, if you look at yourself in the mirror at 40, 50, 60, 30, you can tell you've aged, right? So how can they say that time doesn't exist when it clearly does here. Now, it could be a fabrication, right? It could be a fabrication of this particular universe that we're in um, so that we can experience a day-by-day -day progression as opposed to a, uh, you know, everything at once type of a progression. I think why they do this, you know, why we maybe do this to ourselves is that it allows us to see a small portion of a piece of art unfolding. If we look at it all at once, uh, you can see it's beautiful, but you can't always see everything that's that's the details within, right? So I think I think this life is really cut up into days and pieces so that we can see it uh, clearly. So uh, she states that um, she can remember uh, coming back into her body. Um, she remembers that she was asked actually if she wanted to come back into her body. I felt that she had more to, she states, I felt I had more to do here on earth. My son was still young and would still need a shaping hand. And I knew that I had more to do in this life and back in this body. I knew that I could come back and that felt comforting while this was going on. So I think she felt comforted in the fact that she knew she could go back to heaven at some point. But she states the aspect she most vividly remembers about leaving her body and getting shown the universe was that she got to see how this is an energy-based universe where everything is connected to each other. So not only is it energy, right? Like we talk about the law of attraction and how that's like energy. And you are what you attract, right? Like if you're, if you're trying to attract positivity, you're going to get positivity back. If you're trying to attract negativity, you may get that back, right? If somebody, somebody hits you in the arm, what's your immediate 
response. Most people want to just slug the person back, right? If you get hit with a snowball, right, you're going to grab a snowball and try to try to whack the other person too. That happens as well. So this is all part of the energy-based system that we're talking about. Um, and so moving forward, um, she states that uh, she, had, she had known about this theory already. She had uh, written a book about energy in, uh, in her life a few years prior. Uh, she states that it was called Instructions for Happiness and Success. Um, she had read the science and ancient wisdom and the nature of the universe and how she had understood it to be energy-based. So I, I like this story. I kind of wish it was that she hadn't writ, written that book because then it would be a little bit, little bit, little bit better, right? Because it would have been like fresh information as opposed to old information. That's okay. That's all right. Um, so she got to see how this interconnectedness uh, occurs on our plane. She states that with her own eyes and and ears, whatever she, you have in a in a heavenly like body. Um, that we are energy beings, that we emanate frequency and, vi and vibration all over the place. One shift in one part of the cosmos is a shift in another area of the cosmos, and it has an effect on the entire system. So that's really interesting, how it has, how just in one area can have a humongous effect in another area. So what's really interesting about this story is when we think about energy, you can think about going to a pond, and when you throw a little pebble into that pond, it ripples out from the moment, the moment an area of impact. And if you throw another pebble from another side of the pond, those ripples will also bounce into the ripples from the other pebble. So how we impact and how we act with each other will ripple into each other. And it doesn't even have to be on a on a verbal level, right? Rocks aren't interacting on a verbal level. They're, they're interacting on a physical level. Well, we're made out of electricity, right? We have electricity running through us. Think of a Tesla coil. The electricity comes out of the Tesla coil out into the air. Well, all of us are Tesla coils. If you think about it, we have energy coming out of us and reaching into each other, communicating with each other. And that communication gets given off. The moment you walk into a room, if you have a negative attitude, people are going to notice. It doesn't necessarily even have to be in body language. It can be just s s mental, just straight mental, uh, for, you know, psychical energy that's give, being given off by someone. You get those vibes, and those vibes are the energy and the, the electronic grid, really, electric grid that we are all on. So it's fascinating. Anyway, getting back to the story um, in this article, I just want to finish it up here. <clears throat> she stated that she was able to see with her own eyes and understood that we are energy beings emanating a frequency and vibrating ab around the place, around this place that we're in. Uh, one shift in one part of the cosmos affects the entire system. She saw how it all worked. She was able to comprehend and understand and she felt lucky to be able to slip through the veil of life and then to come back again and come back into her body. She knew it was rare. Um, she states that she has faith that we're all taken care of and that there is life after death just in a different form. 
she states that uh, she was being shown uh, what the other side looks like and actually experience it, experiencing it with a fully functioning spiritual body since her, her regular body wasn't fully functioning. But the angel stated that she would be able to return to a functional body, that her body would be healed. Now that's what's interesting. This woman had cancer, terminal cancer, and was going in for just scans and things like that. The angels told her that she was going to have... Um, perfect scans, perfect scans. Um, so, uh, they would be, they stated that she would be reconnected again with her body. Um, and that it was her choice. And she stated it was easy. She had a young son who needed her. Um, and she knew if she came back into her body that she could be healed. Um, so this is what happened. She stated she came back into her body with a whoosh and entering her body, um, was different. She stated that when she opened her eyes again and came around, she felt quite different. Things looked different. My life looked different. My feelings felt different, and they were clearer. The most notable, noticeable thing she felt was that she had no fear. I could not access the emotion of fear even when I tried. That's fascinating. God, would I love that. I think a lot of us have a lot of fear these days. She stated that she felt courageous and strong mentally. She felt wiser and more grateful about everything. She felt that... Uh, she uh, she didn't want to speak about the event too widely because she thought people would think she was crazy. Um, so she didn't tell a lot of people until she told her best friend uh, in London. And uh, and she told him what heaven looked like. Uh, she stated that it's difficult to tell people when you've died and come back. A lot of people just don't believe because they haven't been there. They haven't seen it. I came back with no fear and a full courage installed and a new piece of upgraded software. <laughs> with this, uh, with these new feelings, she stated that uh, she had the sense that her own mind was operating software, and she received a major upgrade uh, by coming back. And she stated her life would never be the same again. She felt more compassion for other people. Uh, she was slow to blame others uh, around her. Um, she stated that uh, her beliefs and her experiences started to change. She got to understand out-of-body experiences and how important intentions are. She stated she saw firsthand uh, what you think as a thought and it sets an intention. It makes a goal and then all of the small matter in the universe comes together in a way to make that happen. An example of this is when I set the intention to come back in my body when I was out of it. I set the intention and then in a flash I was back in my body. I had this very comforting knowing that coming back into my body, I had arrived configured in a way to heal completely. So she knew she was going to heal. She knew that she would be able to function. I mean, a lot of people, they wouldn't return to a body that wouldn't be functioning, but she did. So that's, that's what's really interesting here is that she was told that she would be able to do that. She knew that she didn't need any more tests. She didn't need any more medication. Uh, she didn't need any, any other injections. She came back healed. And she learned about uh, the importance of beliefs and intentions from a variety of other teachers like Joe Dispenza, Bruce Lipton, uh, Greg Braden, uh, and Theta Healing. And now she's engaged in mind science and studying that in depth as well. Um, so that's her story. The date it occurred was April 2018. Um, so... That's, that's the story, Morning Glory. She was given three weeks to live, and she was in the hospital uh, waiting for surgery and chemo treatment.
three weeks to live. And then she was allowed to live healthy and happy. And with the knowledge and power of the knowledge that we all survive this. Now, isn't it interesting that some people are given this experience and others are not? What's really interesting to me is that people who have near-death experiences are told to come back and tell people about their experience. But yet the rest of us don't have any knowledge of the afterlife at all. So it really, it's kind of like a, they're not telling us, they're not telling everybody, they're telling certain people, and then those people are told to tell the world. But the matrix that we're in or whatever we're in, this energy the life that we're in hasn't told us that there's life after this. So I I feel a little conflicted because I feel like it would be nice for everybody to know that we have a life after this, that when you die, it's not death. But obviously it's here for a reason as well. So draw your own conclusions. I've been studying this for years and years and years, decades, and I, I'm still trying to figure it out. But uh, fascinating stuff anyway. Hopefully you guys are enjoying your evening. Hopefully you guys are going to have uh, a fantastic night of your hobbies, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, uh, taking care of your spiritual health, emotional health, and physical health. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Till next time, guys, take care. And Lockdown Universe out.